This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And why is everyone getting so tired? Hunter Martin. <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> you knew I knew it. You were going to do it? You knew I'd do that? Because I thought about going like, and welcome back to the Time Machine podcast. We were having a little chat about Jessie J before we started recording and how she performed Price Tag for the same way for like three years and did all those weird things. Yeah, weird things that was a moment in time <laughs> when music made us so unite <laughs> and it wasn't oh oh was in video oh she's so real for that <laughs> my favorite one is no no no, no. <laughs> classic you know that one yes of course we used to quote that all the time no 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 or the one where she goes i'm gonna back away from the mic so um people's <laughs> ears won't get murdered when she goes you know what I'm talking about? That, that was too loud for the Zoom to even pick up. <laughs> well, look up Jesse J going yes. <laughs> what a weird... Actually, uh... it's appropriate that we're talking about her um, in the month of Miley. Why do you say? Because she wrote part in the USA. Oh, yeah. So... Every 4th of July, y'all y'all think Miley's making money? Well, Jesse J. Speaking of Miss Miley, should we just launch into our... Oh, yeah. We have no stories for Disney 411 because we have so much to go over this weekend. Yeah. The weekend well, has been so good to us, ty- us, mm-hmm. us hosts. Yes. We had the Oscars yesterday. <laughs> and we, we have... need a break. We need a... Oh, okay. We had Miley content all hit us in the face at once on Friday afternoon. And then an unexpected slap out of my chair on Sunday night. <laughs> So I guess we should start with the well, Oscars because that'll go by quicker. Well, these are proper Disney 401 stories, so let's get into it. Okay. Okay, so Oscars recap. Okay. Where do we begin? <laughs> Where do we well, begin? I think we have to start with the elephant in the room. The elephant in the freaking room. Okay, Which so. is Jamie Lee Curtis's absolute shock of a best supporting actress win last okay. night so no one we're recording thought... on monday this week by the way because hunter is off to disneyland i'm off to disneyland um so maybe i'll run into jamie lee celebrating um maybe. so i said i knew something was afoot when she won the sag award because the sag awards yeah. are voted by actors and the same people who vote for the SAG Awards vote for um, the acting categories. I think it's just a bigger... I don't know how it works. Um, but I just know that's kind of... The SAG Awards is a good inclination of what's going to happen. You and I both had very big, bold reactions well, to that happening. I will say, okay, before the haters come for us, <laughs> did we think she was going to win? No. No. Did we think the performance when we watched was like, that's an Oscar-winning performance? No. no. But... Are we, are we so happy she won? Yes! yes! Like, regardless of whether or not the performance was deserving, I mean, I know that, like... Yes, there were other people that were more deserving, but, like, in that moment, that is Jamie Lee fucking Curtis that is... winning an Oscar, and I'm going to be happy for her. Right. Yeah. What other Activia spokesperson has won an Oscar? <laughs> None. But I said, not for you, Friday, turning to a prestige movie. 
when they put out the trailer for Freaky Friday 2, it is going to say Academy Award winner, Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Curtis. Okay, that so. That is bananas. Should we do a... So, okay, so I was watching on a, on a, on a, a live stream. So you were texting me because I was... So I was on a lag. So you were texting me things that I didn't know. So I... So you texted that Brendan Fraser one before it was even announced. No, before K K Kwan won. So I knew when... Well, everybody knew that was going to happen. Yes, but that was like, okay, there's a lag. So I'm not going to look at my phone when Jamie Lee, just in case she did win. Um, so since you saw the news first, what was your reaction? I It took me a minute to process what was even happening. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, like my brain was so ready to hear them say Angela Bassett that I think I thought that's what they said. And then when I heard what they actually oh, said, Angela Bassett I, knew she did not hear her name. <laughs> I saw Jamie Lee screaming. Which, like, I would be too. I was like, "Wait, did she win?" And then I started like just freaking out because I was like, "How did this happen? How did th- how did this happen? How did Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> weasel her way to Oscar victory?" Um, so. I said the one off chance. So I may I I went on and on. I was like, if Jamie Lee Curtis wins, I'm gonna get about shave my head. Yeah, not shave my head bald. Okay. Oh. I never said bald. I said buzz cut because you said shave your head. Buzz cut. Yeah. I have proof that I said buzz cut. Anyway, because I said it's gonna be so crazy if she wins that I'm gonna have to be like ah. So she said her name. Not she said her own name. Imagine. Uh, her name was said. I leaped out of my seat, leapt out of my seat, and just screamed, <laughs> no, 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 because I could not believe she did it. Are you going to buzz your hair? Yeah. Hey. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> um, someone, thank you for all the text that people sent me checking in. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, I just cannot believe she won. Another thing I can't believe, because I really didn't expect it to happen, was former Disney star Austin Butler walking away empty-handed. Uh, yeah, I was kind of shocked. I, I really thought Austin Butler had it in the bag. I mean, I famously do not love the whale, but I am once again happy for Brendan Fraser. Um, but the good thing about... I know, I know Jamie Lee was beside herself because the morning after the Oscars, she only posted one thing. <laughs> And usually she's like five. And any other in. morning she's like six posts in, yeah. Yeah. Um, the picture that makes me laugh every time, it's when everything everywhere all at once won best picture. And she's on the stage and someone captured her like jumping. It is so funny. <laughs> it's my wallpaper right now. <laughs> someone says when the activity of hearts hit. <laughs> yes. Um, um, everything everywhere all at once swept last night. Swept. Um, it was amazing. And beautiful. Um, another amazing and beautiful thing that happened was Vanessa Hudgens hosting the, the white carpet. carpet again. The white carpet. The white carpet. Champagne um, carpet. And famously, did not interview her ex-boyfriend Austin Butler. Well, famously, there's a video of them leaving, not together, leaving the after party. And I think Vanessa Hudgens had to cross Austin Butler to get to mm-hmm. wherever she needed to be. And you could see her like looking up and then like looking at her phone and walking not making eye contact and it's crazy they were together Austin for like, Butler kind of looks after her and is like Wee. well it's kind of crazy that you're together for someone for so long and now when you walk past them you like it's nothing it's kind of crazy that's I wonder if she was texting her friend being like I just walked past an Oscar loser <laughs> I know she wasn't texting Ashley Tisdale Academy oh. Award loser Austin okay Butler. so um what 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 other Disney stars Sophia Carson Sophia Carson it's a good thing Jamie Lee Curtis didn't see her in that big white dress because I know we would have had to hold everyone else walking up the stairs if we had. I know, I know. That's why I'm Jamie glad. Jamie Lee brought it up in an interview. I know. <laughs> she was like, last year I was taking a picture with Sophia Carson. And Sophia sang. She's did. The notes were sung. <laughs> she said, all the women, give yourself applause. How about, um, not a Disney star, but how about Lady Gaga showing up in like a dress and like heavy makeup on the red carpet and then performing in theater blacks with a bare face? I've never heard that song. Is that how the song goes? Yeah. Like that stripped down or Top Gun? Sort of. Yeah. 
anyway, it was a crazy night. So, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm just scared that now she's going to get all these, like, prestigious award movie offers and she won't want to do Freaky Friday too. I feel like her heart is always going to want her to do Freaky Friday I know. But now, I think Disney now is going to be like, well... Oscar award winner. Yeah, like let's let's get Jamie the ink on the paper now. Again, Freaky Friday too. Exactly, and I don't think they want to lose that. So. And now, now if she because now she she won't be in the background. Because my 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 ultimate fear of Freaky Friday too will be, it's about Lindsay Lohan and her daughter. Yeah. And Jamie Lee's just there. It has to be Jamie and Lindsay switching, or I don't want it. There, I said Well, it. let's hope they get the ink on the paper soon. <sighs> well, she has celebrating to do. Cause... Um, well, speaking of celebrating, we are also celebrating an endless summer vacation. Uh, Miley Cyrus's new album has dropped. I will say, I think both of our initial reactions were kind of like, it's not plastic hearts. It's not plastic but hearts. And we knew once that you in. get over that, I think like the more time I've spent with the album, the more I like it. And no. I think... The backyard sessions also helped uh, mm-hmm. contribute, like hearing Miley talk about some of the songs, seeing her perform some of the songs, and do her little arm movements and walk in a little circle. <laughs> five I will times say over. a lot of maybe it's just in between. Sometimes Miley Cyrus songs have to grow on me mm-hmm. to for me to like them. And Plastic Hearts, it was like immediate. Yeah. So this was Endless Summer Vacation. A lot of the songs on Endless Summer Vacation, the more I listen to them, the more I'm like, okay, wait, this actually is pretty good. You love Jaded. I love Jaded. I think that's because I think it's the closest to Plastic Hearts a little bit. It, we, it, we do get the growly belt. We get. And the power. I, okay, what are your top favorite songs? My top three, um, as I posted to my TikTok, Becca's Records yesterday, Ooh. are currently Violent Chemistry at number one. Um, River at number two and Muddy Feet at number three. Muddy Feet. Muddy Feet has grown on me. I think because I imagine that Muddy Feet is about Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> That's our headcanon. That <laughs> because it's... it's Tish's favorite song. You did tell me that. Yeah. And I could see Miley being like, dang it, daddy, get out of here with that mud on your boots. <laughs> My favorite song. But songs... it also is about a man who's cheating. So it could be about Fire Rose. Fire Rose. It's probably about Liam, but like, mm. Our headcanon, it's about Billy Ray. It's about Billy Ray. <laughs> um, my favorite songs are obviously Jaded. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaded was my number four. I really like Jaded. I really enjoy A Thousand Miles. It's really good. Um, people are saying that's a lot like giving Hannah Montana vibes, A Thousand Miles. Kind of. A lot of people are saying that. Um, I like Violet Chemistry. It's Violet Chemistry is so good. The Mike Will made it track, of he course. Made it. He made it again. He made it again. River, did grow on me. I, I love River. I, I just love the way like her voice is so deep in in it. Need my baby. <laughs> That's a good part. Um, um the I think ones... the disappointment for both of us was you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love the song. I love the live version, but yeah. the production on the album version is very weird, and it doesn't have like the vocal power that she gave it. Yeah. Live that made me love it. You live is a lot better than you on. Yeah. Endless Summer Vacation. I do... Handstand? Handstand? Uh-uh. Nope. You don't like it? No. I like it a little bit. Um, I can't get past her saying the neon dingy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Um, but I don't hate it. No, I, that's the one song I've not listened back. The other songs, like... I will say my least listened to songs are Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's fine. No, it's um, good, but it's not like the kind of track I want to listen to all the time. Um, handstand, I think I've listened to once. Um, I just haven't. Rose colored lenses to... has grown on me. Same. I haven't gone back to flowers much either, me either, just because it's been so worn down. And I think like with the demo, she was trying to breathe new life into it and like tell a different story. But, but it's it the same thing. Isn't... Yeah. Get the orchestra version, maybe. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was obsessed with in the backyard sessions when they cut to um, her standing on the roof, uh-huh. and it's still daylight, and that roof is dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing on some. We of were them. like, y'all kind of gotten somebody to pressure wash it real quick. <laughs> also, that's the leotard thing that she ends the backyard sessions in. It's like a long sleeve 
or it's strapless, isn't it? It's a strapless like unitard, but one of the legs is long. Yeah. I'm like, how did she not slip a lip? Uh, <laughs> get out of here. You it, are abhorrent. You're wrong. Her booty cheek was already saying hello. <laughs> um, what'd you think of the backyard sessions? It was awesome. Um, I just love seeing Miley perform Talk. because she's so she's so funny. Her um, her um arm movements. Yes, there was so much. If you loved the one minute minute on um New Year's Eve where she looked like she was water bending, you'll love the backyard session. Yeah, because um, it's full of more nonsense arm movements. I wish it was longer. Same. I wish it was more interviews too. Yeah, it felt like there was. I don't know, like. A lot of music, not a lot of yeah talk. And maybe this is like what she's all about. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> and of course, meet. we were proved that um, the people who thought that there was going to be an 11 minute Hannah Montana <laughs> sketch featuring original cast members, y'all were delusional as I thought <laughs> yeah. to the loony bin with ye <laughs> for thinking that that would ever be a possibility. <laughs> yeah. The climb is the closest thing she'll ever do <laughs> Hannah Montana wise. And she did the climb on the dirty roof. <laughs> It was good though. I mean, it was it was a great performance of the yeah. time. So endless summer vacation. Surprisingly, uh, I just know it's going to be like J. Lee Curtis won the Oscar because of her years in the business. Mm-hmm. I think Miley's going to win a Grammy, at least nominated, and it's just going to be like okay, yeah. Like it will be a and shocker. She, she'll, at get, be... um, she'll at least be nominated for Flowers. I think you're right. Probably just because it's so huge. Yeah. But then it'll be wild because it'll feel like it's the nod that Plastic Arts should have had. Yeah. Just. I we'll mean, never be able to let Plastic Arts no, go. No, 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 no. But it's okay. I like, I'm liking new content. I'm liking new mm-hmm. content. It's growing on me. I definitely like it a lot. I've I've gone back many times. I've spun the vinyl. Spun the vinyl. I really like it. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll listen to it again. Yeah. I have been, so. Well, that's the official end of our Faux 411 for this. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Lee right. Miley. Well, the month of Miley is continuing aptly on the Time Machine podcast. Um, an endless summer vacation has just came out, has just come out. Um, but let's, we're going to take a trip back in time to huh? the year 2013 and check out Miley's uh, second appearance as a host on Saturday Night Live. Yes. A uh, second appearance as a host but first time as a musical guest. So this was Saturday Night Live, um, season 39. This is the second time Miley is hosted, but this is the first time she pulled double duty as host and musical guest. Uh, This episode aired on October 5th, 2013, season 39, episode two of Saturday Night Live. And this was off the heels of her infamous VMA performance. (laughs) Um, and boy, SNL won't let you forget it. Won't let you forget <laughs> it. So this was, oh God, this is such a, Saturday Night Live is very topical. Um, of and course. Every, I just forget it. So we're going to go skit by skit, um, obviously sketch by sketch. Um, yeah. Well. But do you remember the, do you remember this at all? I never watched this episode. I think this is a season I was maybe in and out on. Um, I I did some research on this season. This season was like a kind of a turning point for the new era of SNL. Uh, Season 39 was A.D. Bryant, Kate uh, McKinnon, and Cecily Strong's first year being promoted to full-time cast members. And they have all since left the show. Yes. But those are like... Are modern legends like if you think of who the modern legends are from SNL? And granted, them. they just left the show. They just left very recently, and this was um, in 2013. So they were on it for a very yeah, long time. They were on it for at least 10 years. Each. Yeah. This was also just uh, Sashir Zamata's first year. Kind of a polarizing um, cast member. I know not a lot of people really um, were a fan of her. Seth Meyers left at the end of this season. Um. Season 39 saw the largest cast overhaul in 18 years with eight new cast members. And the last time that had happened was when they added nine new cast members in 1995. Oh, wow. 
It was a total of 17 cast members, which was an SNL record at the time, and some critics argued that the large cast contributed to how uneven the season was overall. This was also Nassim Pedrad's last season. She left after season 39. And this was also the last season for the longtime announcer of the show, Don Pardo, who died in 2014 at the age of 96. Shout out to Don Pardo. So before and after season 39, there was major, major change happening at SNL. Like, I think this is also because she's a regular cast member. Cecily Strong is co-anchor of Weekend Update with Seth Meyers. This was before Colin Jost and the other guy. Mm. Yeah, uh, Michael (laughs) Michael Che. Well, it was major, major changes for Saturday Night Live and major, major major changes changes for (laughs) Miley. Because we've already, one of our early episodes, we talked about Miley's first ever time hosting Saturday Night Live. Which was in 2011, wasn't it? It was 2010, 2011. Like, I think Hannah Montana just ended. It had. Um, So this is probably two years after that. Um, And literally, post-Bangers trauma i was experiencing watching this oh absolutely because every skit has miley talking about twerking they boxed in miley so hard on this episode in like all but two sketches to basically just do rapper yeah um like gangster i mean you know the type of people that were saying that they're yeah and i mean at the time that was her deal i know uh so i guess let's just go skit by skit (laughs) you said that so hauntingly (laughs) i know i well do you want to like kind of talk about you're like i will follow you skit by well okay what if we should we talk about like the in between like this is probably like right after the vma is so miley this was like a way of miley was reintroducing herself and i remember it was a big deal her being on saturday night live hosting and um I mean, it's all, i feel like it's always a big deal when someone is the host and the musical guest yeah i think bangers was about to drop mm-hmm. um she sang we can't stop and wrecking ball stripped down um to show off the voice uh but of course we can't do snl without a cold open so that cold open <laughs> this cold open talks about opens with um keenan thompson and noelle wells who was a cast member that was fired after one season this was the first and last season of snl yeah and she's sitting there with keenan thompson this is very topical because the season finale of the last of us just happened and this would be like 10 years ago they're doing a sketch about something else that caused the apocalypse but what caused the apocalypse in this universe (laughs) not mushroom zombies Alas, it was Miley's VMA performance. And yeah, they're talking about, so what made the society collapse? It's like, oh, it was 2013, right after Miley, right before the VMAs. And then it cuts to Miley Cyrus in her um, bear costume that she plays at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. And talking and the little about, space buns. And her little classic bangers, uh, Miley. Um, like literally it cuts to her and she has her tongue out. So we already know what's <laughs> happening. Um, and she, it's leading up. They're like, Hey Miley, what do you want to do? She's like, Oh, I don't think this performance is going to be a lot about singing. Um, and then you have Robin Thicke come in, play Taryn Killam, Taryn Killam, fellow Disney. Yeah. Channel from the, the DCCU ever. Do you think they, ever uh, expanding? Do you think they, she was like, I loved you and stuck in the suburbs. <laughs> Maybe. No. Maybe. Um, but then Vanessa Bayer uh, reprises her impersonation of Miley Cyrus from the past to warn Miley Cyrus about what she's doing. Yeah. Which I think at the time, this, the VMA performance, I mean, they had to talk about the VMA performance. Of course they did. Because that was such a big topic of discussion. I... That was a. So, what do you think about the skit? Um, it's it's a little on the nose, especially Miley seems like she's checking in and out mentally. Like, there's a whole time where she wasn't talking and she was just kind of staring like blankly at <laughs> Terry yeah. Gillum. But when Vanessa Bayer as Miley comes in, Miley's like, "What? I must have smoked too much." 
cigarettes. I thought and then she, she like <laughs> winks at the camera. I I was like I thought she was gonna say Salvia, but that was it's interesting because the first SNL episode she did, she talked about Salvia. Yeah, it was and all about like, her Salvia scandal. This one is all about her VMA scandal. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because she was all about weed at that time. Yeah, which I don't know why they can't they just say weed on SNL. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't or I don't, I don't know if they were going for the joke, but Miley's like, if it's really you, pr- uh, prove it to me by saying what I say every morning. And Miley and Vanessa Bayer both look out into the audience and go like, oh my God, it is the morning and stuff like that. And I'm hearing <laughs> the birds and the little birds and I'm obsessed with cereal. Which is very Miley Cyrus. It was. It was a little funny. Well, if you've ever been to a live Miley Cyrus performance, like Beck and I have, <laughs> she will just go on a tangent. That has nothing to do with anything. She's like, all right, so this is We Can't Stop. After she talked about, like, her childhood, like, <laughs> like riding horses in Nashville, <laughs> which is funny. And then Miley's, like, point as Miley throughout this sketch is kind of like, what's so scandalous about my performance? Like, what's the big deal? And she's right. Um, <laughs> Are you really good? So I haven't watched that performance in a long time. And so after this, I was like, I haven't watched that. It's a lot. Even, like, not like, oh my god. It's just, she's doing a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying what she's doing is inherently scandalous. I think people were still recovering from the shock of, like, that is Hannah Montana. Of course. And I had forgotten, like, until they had, I think it was Jay Farrow come in as Will Smith and be like, me and my kids are so excited to see this performance. That? I forgot, like, the crazy. famous meme was the Smith family, like, reacting to... And it's... Because it, it's so topical when you think about what was going on in 2013 and thinking about now, like, what's going on with Will Smith and Miley now, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And now, like, his kids are famous, and so and I remember that. It's weird watching this episode, but also just, like, Weekend Update specifically. It's mm-hmm. very clear that the news was a lot sillier and more lighthearted 10 years ago than it is now yeah (laughs) (laughs) when the Um, biggest news at the time was that miley Miley shook her ass on robin robin (laughs) thick that was kind of crazy though if we think about it it. was kind of (laughs) crazy i mean blurred lines was a moment in time that does not deserve to be repeated Mm -hmm. so and so the sketch ends with keenan thompson's like because Miley goes on stage, she's like, I don't think this is going to be about singing. Mm-hmm. Which, if you watch the actual performance, it was not. Um, she, um, and then, apparently in the future, Justin Bieber is um, Prime Minister, Minister of Canada. Of Canada. <laughs> which is fun. Miley also ends the sketch by saying, like, I'm only 20. Like, I have to make mistakes and learn. And I got, I keep forgetting she was only 20 in that She was only 20. Era. She wasn't even 21. Yeah. Which like, is like, she was still virtually a child. But the fact that both of her hosting duties that we've watched is skits about, I make mistakes. I'm a child. <laughs> like. For real. <laughs> it's like people. The fact that she has to do two skits in two years about how I she's know. growing up and has to make mistakes. And, and then her, her opening monologue is sorry short. It they were like really she short. can't. They were like she can't talk. <laughs> Don't let her talk. It, it was really short, but it made an impact. She walks out, and of course, as we do, they say, "Miley Cyrus." Cyrus. <laughs> uh huh. And she talks about like uh, I was in the news recently. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really much happened except for this, and they show a picture from the actual VMA performance of her with the foam finger. Of course. Um, and she's like, I upset the inventors of Phone Finger, but I invited him here, him here tonight. <laughs> um, that Phone Finger. Synonymous. <laughs> I know. Um, I also and- thought it was so funny how they were talking about how many angry letters she had received. Oh, I'm sure she got a Which ton. Which is so, it's so funny to think about like in the age of Twitter, when you had to be angry enough to take Write a, a piece of paper and a pen and write a letter to Miley Cyrus fan club or whatever and be like, you shouldn't have shaken your butt. And put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, pay for postage, and mail it somewhere just because you felt so strongly about something. And in the backyard sessions, wasn't it revealed that it was her grandmother who ran the who ran her? Yes. Mail? Can you imagine Miley's grandmother? I, like because she said she did it from like 
2008 until 2018. So yeah. she was at the helm of the bangers era, probably opening like confetti condoms and <laughs> joints. Mama, Mama's like, uh, Molly, putting in an autographed photo of Miley's like butt cheeks, being like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> she's a Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out to Mama. Uh, but in this, the thing I remember most about this whole SNL episode, especially this monologue. Mm-hmm. is she goes, I'm not going to do a skit about Hannah Montana, but I will tell you what she's up to. And she looks right in the camera <laughs> and goes, she was murdered. And the crowd goes, oh, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That And that made headlines. <laughs> uh-huh. That made headlines so much so that the co-creator of Hannah Montana <laughs> put out a statement. Stop. All the way back in 2013. <laughs> So this is from the article that Rich Correll, one of the co-creators of Hannah Montana, um, had to say. Uh, so this is the article from 2013. The guy who helped create Hannah Montana says he's got no problems with Miley Cyrus telling people who are also ego is dead. But he admits he had a different method of death in mind for the former child star. Of course, Miley cracked the joke during her monologue on Saturday Night Live this weekend saying, I can give you an update on what Hannah's been up to. She was murdered. Um, they spoke to co-creator Richard Correll, who tells us Hannah will never die as long as there's reruns, but says if she did have to croak, he hopes Hannah would die of old age with her grandkids and family. <laughs> so, there Not them saying Hannah, Mont- Hannah Montana is immortal. You can never murder <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> she can't. I know. She can't be dead. And she now she doesn't want to anymore. Right. She's like, Because I know she's cool. come around on it, but... This means this means to me that when Taylor Swift went around to pen Look What You Made Me Do, she watched this episode of SNL and went, hmm. Miley has a good idea. <laughs> um, but that's And then the- right after that, they also say that they're not going to go through with the Wrecking Ball sketch. And it cuts to Bobby Moynihan sitting naked on the Wrecking Ball. <laughs> and he's like, ball. oh, come on. And then the monologue just ends. It was very short. It really was short. It was maybe like a minute and a half. I feel like the first monologue we watched in her first hosting duties was long. She talked and talked and talked. And then they came, she came on and she did that song about how other celebrity scandals were worse than hers. Right. They said, we have no time, but we will this let time you... they were like, your turkey butt is in hot water and we know it. So we're just not going <laughs> to. <laughs> right. Remember when like, that I... was the thing? Everybody was <laughs> mad at Miley for twerking because they were like, her ass looks like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I worked. I worked in a restaurant <laughs> for six years, as many of you know. And at one point, this manager I had who thought we were best friends, but I hated his guts. <laughs> He came and got me, and he was like, come here, come here, come here, I have to show you something so funny. (laughs) And he brought me in the back, and it was just like a bunch of little chickens with their legs tied up that were like about to be cooked. And he was like, look at all those Miley Cyruses. (laughs) And then he looked at me like he had just made the funniest joke in the world. And I didn't laugh. I didn't give it to him. Good. But then you left the room, you went, hee hee. No, I didn't laugh. I didn't think it was funny. (laughs) What a deep cut. Look at all those Miley Cyruses. Um, so then we get our first skit, which is the Fifty Shades of Grey auditions. It's a weird sketch. Very timely. So it's, it's basically just cycling through various celebrity mismatch pairs. So doing... the cast can do impersonations of different people auditioning for Fifty Shades of Grey. And Miley's not good. Miley is Scarlett Johansson, and all she's doing is, like, making a dead-eyed stare in the camera, and then when it cuts back to her, this sketch is very weirdly structured, because yeah. it'll, like, cut in between and do, like, celebrity pair, celebrity pair, celebrity pair, then it goes back to two of the different celebrity pairs, and then it goes to a different celebrity pair, and then it's over. Yeah. But when it cuts back to Miley, she's like, I can do the scene naked. Do you want me to do the scene naked? Well, I think, <laughs> I don't think Miley's known for her impressions. But at least give her no. more of a character. Like I a know. celebrity that's a character. Like they gave like Kate McKinnon is Jane Lynch and it's funny. <laughs> like, yeah. It was really funny. And like um, AD Bryant is AD Bryant Wilson. was Rebel Wilson. Uh, Noah Wells, that person who was fired from the show, was Kristen Stewart. That was funny. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Keenan Thompson was Steve Harvey. I'm not sure who it was, but the two people were Seth Rogen and Emma Stone. Oh, yeah. That was kind of funny. That that sketch was hit or miss for me. I mean, it was basically just them being like, here's some funny celebrity impressions. Yeah. I like it. Like, it's when the celebrity impressions are good, they're good. Yeah. Um, when a celebrity can do a celebrity impression, it's good. Like, when, when remember when, like, Ariana Grande did the Jennifer Lawrence impression? Yeah. People loved that. Jennifer Lawrence or Jennifer Coolidge? Lawrence. On Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know she's you know, just famous for her, like, makes me want a hot dog real quick. But I don't think Miley has it in her to do impressions, and so that's why they gave her, like... Hmm. It's almost like her Raven Baxter bag was missing that day. <laughs> Get a little to the, to the people who always come at us on social media and say that Miley did do disguises. Okay, watch this and come back and tell me. <laughs> But she's still got it in her. Right. Why hasn't Raven hosted Saturday Night Live? I know. She's too powerful. (laughs) She's too powerful. She's much too powerful. That's like the only valid explanation. She's too big. She's too big for that. But it was okay. It was fine, yeah. Miley was weak. Mm -hmm. But they didn't give her anything to do. They didn't. I mean, I'm not saying it's entirely Miley's fault, but she also wasn't very good. No, but this is the Miley Cyrus episode, so... She will be dealt with accordingly. Yeah. She's not. That's the thing is like, she's not supposed to be seasoned like Kate McKinnon. So it's always a fun surprise when a celebrity um, goes on a Saturday Night Live episode and is like just as good as. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miley's good. She brings the energy, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, she's far from bad. Like there's a no. difference between an SNL host that's not good in a sketch and an SNL host that is bad. Yeah, I mean, she's been on Saturday Night Live. This is not her last appearance on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, as a host, either. So, um, we <gasps> may... What if she hosts again soon? She could. That's what I thought she was going to do. <sighs> Come um, on, Miley, please. Maybe. You owe it to us. We get two songs from Endless Summer Vacation and Skit. Oh! That's when the Hannah Montana skit will come for all oh, those people. Oh, <laughs> All those people clamoring. (laughs) That's when Emily Osment will appear out of nowhere. Um, So now we're going to go to one of many times Miley Cyrus is a character that loves rap and loves and talks like that. Was so. This sketch fell privy to a problem that SNL has a lot, where I think it was one joke that can't sustain itself for five full minutes. Yeah. And there were moments in the skit. So it's called the girlfriend Girlfriend's Talk Show, like two best friends who have a talk show. And then Miley comes in as the new friend, and the friends get jealous. Um, It's just one of those things where they all have, like, the character's quirk and that's all they're doing the entire time yeah and cecily like, strong just goes like amazing cool yeah and it's annoying uh ad bryant carried this sketch on her back like a pack oh, mule. Yeah. oh she yeah she was by far the funniest person there was a moment where oh ooh, ooh, i'm just i'm getting secondhand embarrassment <laughs> thinking about the skit <laughs> from miley from miley um <laughs> miley. Again, it's the ma- it's the material she's not improving this um <laughs> so she's like she says something and she does like vocal runs and they're supposed to be bad. Um, but it's supposed to be like the, the like pin on the joke. Yeah. Of, like, her character. She put her whole, my lussy into that riff. <laughs> and dead silence. Nothing from the crowd. And she from sat back on that couch. And you're like, that's what so the basis of the sketch is that like 80 Brian and Cecily strong are, besties and ad bryant is like the nerdier one and cecily strong's character is in a hip-hop class with miley's character who's going by lil <laughs> lil, lil it started with a t um tara lil t or something it was like little tippy <laughs> yeah something, or something like that and ad bryant was like your name is tara arnold and your parents own a honda dealership which is like during bangers, some people were like, "You're Miley Cyrus from National." Your Tennessee. name is Destiny Hope, Hope Cyrus. Your dad wrote a song called "Achy Breaky Heart." Stop twerking. 
Yeah. It, like, she keeps saying Za and Zoo and Zer. Um, she gets up to dance at one point when no one else does, and it was clearly the wrong choice. It's just like when <laughs> SNL skits die. I know. They die a painful death. The biggest laugh in this was when they're talking about, like, how Miley has the nickname Little Whatever, and uh, Cecily's like, oh, my, I'm, like, Crazy K because I'm crazy. Didn't you get a nickname? It's, like, Summer Camp, and Aidy Bryant's like, yeah, they called me Night Crier. <laughs> Again, Aidy. That's why she was on for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And Cecily, too. But, yeah, it just... It also doesn't end on a good note. It just kind of, like, fades out Yeah. at a weird moment. And it, yeah, yeah, very not ideal and, sketch. And neither was this next one. <laughs> Why was there a Hillary Clinton sketch in 2013? This, this is too is early what... for its time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand it either. Well, I guess at that um, point, oh, God, remember that Hillary Clinton um, ran for president? That happened. We all lived no. through that. Um. This so was this in 2013 is... when I think she was, like, the hopeful. Yeah. So this skit is all about, like, apparently there was supposed to be a miniseries about Hillary Clinton plan and it got canceled. And so these are all, like, the different variations of what the miniseries could be about. Yeah. Um, I will say, I so, like, one's a detective series. One's, like, a Breaking Bad-esque, which I laughed at that. The Breaking Bad one was funny. But, you know, who was playing Hillary Clinton? Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. That's why was it was that funny. Her... Wait. <laughs> Because this was, do you think this was her first time playing Hillary Clinton? It might have been. Maybe. Wow. Not Miley being part of history. <laughs> Miley's always going to find her way to be a part of history. But, right. But then, because this is the Bangers era, um, her Hillary, so, and then Miley's Hillary Clinton is like MTV Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So it's another hip hop persona. Yeah, Hillary she Clinton like opens persona. her blazer and has a crop top like bra that says 2016 on it. Miley's performance is not giving. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I mean, who like I, the writers room must have been having an off week because who makes the connection? Miley Cyrus, Hillary Clinton. Per, I would have just left her out of the sketch. Yeah, or just have her introduce like because there was someone who was like narrating it. Yeah. Have Miley be the narrator. Exactly. Well, it was it was uh, Taryn Killam as Piers Morgan and Nassim Pedrad as Ariana Huffington. Yeah. And I don't really know who Piers just... Morgan is, but the jokes about him were killing with the audience. But yes, now we are in hip hop Hillary Clinton. And of course, Miley, <laughs> that's her thing. So that's like, it was like. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm like. I don't understand why they stuck to this one thing for Miley to do on this episode so I far, know. which is just like, you're going to talk about twerking. You're going to, in this skit, you're going to be someone and who twerks. they did, like, in the couple of sketches after this, they have her do different stuff. So I also don't know why they put the two sketches where she's doing the same exact thing back to back. Yeah. It's a little, mm, I don't know. <laughs> They the bangers was banging. Well, Saturday night bangers. Now it's time for weekend update. <laughs> now it's time for weekend update. I'll let you take the reins on this one. Oh, I'm I love weekend update. I think Seth Meyers is one of the best ones to ever do the game. Like his delivery on these stories and the way that he can just stay perfectly stone faced when he nails a joke, iconic. Um, really telling that the biggest news at the time was a government shutdown. Yeah, which and is not parody- government in total chaos every day. <laughs> yeah, which is which is parodied like later on in the episode. Yeah, and they bring it back like that was the big story, and they also said that because of government shutdown, there was a toilet paper shortage somewhere, and I was like, oh, I shuddered. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the government shut down, and the first like, it shut down a lot. Well, I think it was the first time I was cognizant mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, and I remember being like. Um, hello. <laughs> what does that mean? I know. Like, what happens? Like, I was like, does this mean we just kind of like doing our own thing? I think the first time I saw that, I was like, okay, so Hunger Games tomorrow. Like, just. Yeah. What's the, um, what's that movie with like, there are, it's 24 hours with no rules? The Purge. The Purge. 
I was like, is this the purge? Well, apparently when there was, just, I don't know, there was a toilet paper shortage, but they also referenced um, Nicholas Cage and said that because the government was shut down, he should go in and steal the Declaration of Independence. Um, they had Kate McKinnon come in as a mom who they set it up like she was going to deliver a bad review of GTA, but then she gets really excited about playing in how powerful she feels, which was funny at first and then it went on for way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have Vanessa Bayer doing her famous character, Jacob. Yeah. No. Do they usually bring the celebrity guest to Weekend Update? I don't think so. Not often. I think it happens sometimes, but not usually. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's Weekend Update. Nothing else really of note. Um, the yeah. next sketch after that started off and I was like, oh, this is going to be my favorite sketch so far. And then it went... Which so one? far into left field the cheerleader one. Oh, the cheerleader one okay so this was when they finally give some what is the pieces. official name of the skit this one is called cheer squad <laughs> so out oh of the ordinary God. title so this is one where they finally give miley something to do finally and y- yikes This is not Miley's strong point. They're playing into her cheerleader roots. And she's basically just the head cheerleader with a catchphrase that's like, okay. Yeah, that's all she does. That's all she says. Um, And I said, not that. I said, Hannah Montana wig. And this this sketch starts with her. Like she has, she's like, give me a beat. We're going to do some cheers. And they start doing the like, my name is blah, 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 blah. And they start introducing themselves. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And then A.D. Bryant gets abducted by an alien. Yeah. This is when I'm like, when you're writing a skit for SNL and you're like, okay, Miley Cyrus is going to come on. We already done the topical stuff with bangers. So now let's like do some like just random sketches. Like, how do you come up with cheerleading squad? Someone gets abducted by an alien. And just like the way this goes, how do you work Miley Cyrus into this? Like, what was going on in the writer's room this week? I don't know. (laughs) I think they like thought of. That you like, okay, we know the topical stuff to do. Now let's just do weird stuff. And then, like, so she get AD Bryant gets abducted, and everybody's like, what? But Miley just is like, let's just ignore it. And they <laughs> keep going. They keep doing the cheers. Taryn Killam introduces himself, and he's the only male cheerleader, and he has a bow in his hair. And I laughed. I did laugh. <laughs> um, and then a couple more people get abducted. <laughs> yeah. And you can clearly see the wires on um, Nassim as she's being lifted up. And then the <laughs> it, what? I'm just this sketch baffled me. And then that is this when the alien comes down? Yes. Mr. Keenan Thompson as the alien. He comes down and Miley's like, "Wait, introduce yourself to the music." And so yeah. Keenan Thompson starts singing, and he's like, "We just need to steal your moon." That's still the moon. And then it, <laughs> we are going to steal <laughs> the moon. This was. And then it cuts to like a weird, like, kid show looking prop animation of the moon being stolen. And then it says, The end! The aliens did it. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. I promise you guys, this is real. We didn't both yes. just have a collective hallucination. They this is a sketch that they put half, on SNL. Half the majority of the. If you want to watch the full episode, uh, go to Peacock. Don't tell the mouse we're sending you to an NBC Universal <laughs> property. Um, but the majority of the skits, um, is it skits or sketches? Sketches. Sketches are on YouTube. So if you want to check those out. And if you don't want to betray the mouse. Um, this next sketch was probably my favorite. <gasps> Which one? Morning in Miami. That was my favorite too. Yeah. I wish, I, I think there were ways that it could be improved, but I think it was by far the strongest one. Yes, I agree. This is one that made me laugh the most. Yeah. So it's Miley Cyrus, Kate McKinnon, and Bobby Moynihan as three morning show hosts. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in to film some ads and pre- yeah. pre-roll for the, the show. And they obviously hate each other. And they'll they'll pop in and they'll all say, morning, Miami! And set up these insane segments. And then as soon as the take is done, they collapse and they're like dead eyed. <laughs> it's really funny. I That was my favorite. It is and, really funny. Like I just the... kind of wished that they'd had them, that they'd had more of a buildup. So they'd have them like start fighting and screaming at each other like in between. Or like the, 
the um ads get so intense that like now they're like good morning yeah it just needed more of an escalation like the first three are just kind of like let's do this and then they collapse and then let's do this and then they collapse it's just kind of the same thing three times well i think like and then (laughs) well then like they're like okay now this time i want you guys all to say your full names so we get like the full names miley is yolanda natalie portman kate mckinnon is jill a mockingbird and then bobby moynihan is bitch fantastic yeah he said bf the whole rest of the time yeah the the running gag i guess is that every time they're like i'm yolanda i'm blah blah blah, and i'm bf and then they're they're keeping like remember guys full names yeah Uh, yeah and every like promo they do is just like a weird news story yeah they did a joke about how they had only Jeff Dunham's puppets in the studio and not Jeff Dunham, and they were going to see how funny they were on their own. It reminded so me of... So 2013. I thought they were going to do, like, um, like Inside Edition. Have you ever watched Inside Edition? No. Where they would watch... Well, Inside Edition is, like, a hard-hitting news story, like, show, but then they, like, do some funny stuff. But the way they promote the episode is, like, like, like that's what I thought this was going to be. Um, but, like, Inside Edition will be like, um, he killed his mother when no one was looking. A, a monkey stealing a motorbike? <laughs> <laughs> On the next Inside Edition. <laughs> They'll be like, and later, a monkey stealing a motorbike? And then next time, she was left for dead in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really? fun. But it's still and the then, best one. I think yeah. probably in the whole. And episode. I think it was, I think Miley was trying too hard to be like, oh, I finally get to be a character mm-hmm. um, in the cheerleading skit. The other thing she was doing was just falling flat. I don't know. Something about this one. I didn't feel like it was as cringy as the one we watched her first outing as a host. Really? Maybe I just don't remember it I as think... Well. Maybe the sketches overall were better in the last episode, and that's why I don't feel that way. But both, I I mean, the last episode also had the flaw of, like, every freaking sketch was about Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. And these are at least about sort of different things. Yeah. Every skit was about Charlie Sheen. Yeah, so that was, like, a couple, yeah. Um, Yeah, Morning Miami was my favorite, for Mm -hmm. sure, for sure. The one Um, after this, what is it called? What's the official name? Okay, the next skit is called Poetry Class. Okay, okay. So this is a, a class, a poetry class is being taught. Vanessa Bayer comes in as like a guest speaker. And various students come up and read their poems. And Miley... This was wild. Miley is sitting there in like a long, dark wig and a flannel right. and some sliders with her dogs out. <laughs> which we later see her wearing <laughs> when she performs We Can't Stop. She must so I like, know when I they did this there. sketch... Right after she hit the dogs out. Um, but she's just sitting there like cross, like cross arm, kind of being the emo kid the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like Keenan Thompson reads a poem about his weed and Miley Cyrus goes up at the very end to read a poem about that's flowers. called A Flower Bloomed in Class Today. Is this foreshadowing for flowers? Oh! That's what I that's what I said when she said flowers. <laughs> what if she had shook out the paper and was like, I can buy myself flowers? <gasps> I that's what I thought was going, but it took a turn that I did she, not appreciate. The flower is Vanessa Bayer's character, and she just basically starts coming on to Vanessa Bayer. And Vanessa Bayer is uncomfortable, obviously, because it's a student and a teacher. So we don't love uh, that dynamic. But Vanessa Bayer starts barking like a seal <laughs> and going like I yeah, I think the whole skit, like, she does the same, like, noise the whole skit. It's she another talks thing like where, that like, the whole time. Where in the in the Girlfriend's Talk show where Cecily just made a noise, and that was, like, the funny thing about her character. That's what Vanessa Bear's uh, character was. Yeah. I mean, like, Keenan Thompson's haiku about who stole my weed or whatever was funny. Um, whoever's playing the teacher saying he was leaving because he had a job interview, and then he immediately rushes back into the room was hilarious. Is your job interview <laughs> over? Where was it? <laughs> was it it's at the outside. McDonald's across the street? It's outside. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the joke of this episode of, of this sketch was supposed to be. Yeah, it was just all like a hodgepodge of like 
these are random yeah and the miley moment is also really uncomfortable because the last line of the poem is like i used to think i was straight but now i think i'm gay for flowers yeah damn if that don't sum up endless summer vacation (laughs) (laughs) river (laughs) oh that was a yeah it was weird skit weird skit yeah, so the last one is a digital short, which means they filmed it beforehand. Um, and this is called Miley's sex tape, because they weren't going to let us get away without Miley taking off her top. Yeah, this one... I didn't like this. Yeah, it was weird. Kyle I Mooney, think enough- I think it's also his first year on the show. Okay. I don't know, it's just another thing to be like, Miley's quote-unquote crazy now but it's it's really not because the whole point of the sketch is like well first of all it looks like they're in an office yeah someone is working in the background (laughs) it's like never clear where they are but miley is in a room and she's about to have sex with kyle mooney and he runs out in the hallway and sees his two friends and they're like dude you have to go back in there and he's like, oh, it's just like she wants to be with me all the time. And she keeps giving me these free concert tickets. And then he opens the door and Miley like has his brother there. And it's like, can we have I'm ready to have sex all the time, whatever you want. And it's like the joke is that she's like the perfect girl. For and he won't him. go in there and lock it down. And then at the end, yeah. she, he's like, oh, she's having sex with my brother. What a lucky guy. Yeah. Poor Miley this- having to take off her top for this dumb sketch. I know. Kyle, that is very like Kyle Mooney's humor. Mm-hmm. Not like Miley take off her top, but like that weird, like absurdist, yeah, type humor. Um, didn't he just leave the show too? I think so. Like I didn't very like, recently. I think I appreciated the idea behind this and what it was going for, but the execution was just like wonky. I I do know the next time she hosts is kind of like there's like a sequel to the skit. Interesting. I believe. I believe. Um. Do we want to touch upon the we can't stop? We did stop. What? The government shutdown clip. Oh, I don't think that was on Peacock. Okay, so I remember it. So I'll remember it. So I'll just talk about it. Okay. Um, Because I don't think it's on YouTube either. So they did a parody of we can't stop. Because I remember watching this. Um, But it's called we did stop. And it's like Miley and Taryn Killam. They're like government. I forget. They're actually, like, people who were working the government at the time. And they just sing, like, We Did Stop. Damn. Yeah. And maybe on YouTube. But that was the, that's what I remember from this. Um, Um, And then we see, because we, I mean, you don't have the musical performances on Peacock. Don't worry, we watch them. But uh, you see Miley's hair. (laughs) The way she chose to wear her hair for the musical performances and at the end of this is giving Little Boy at the Pool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> spider bangs her hair is straight and pointed down and but when she goes good night everybody i was like that's the miley i know that's the miley we know there she is under all this ruckus good night everybody yeah the i feel like the point of her performing we can't stop and wrecking ball and saturday night live was like i'm going to strip down my um chaos of performing i've been yeah. doing and show the vocals but i feel like it's like when i would like yell sorry <laughs> like this was, the plastic hearts belt was still forming it was still forming um we can't stop is a bit odd as an acoustic number just because of the lyrical content right and the way that she performs it like it's a ballad like her acting in her eyes and in her face say that this is a serious ballad when, like, she's saying to my homegirls here with a big, big butt. <laughs> Shaking it like we had a strip club. <laughs> like, she's putting everything she has into this. And it's just three random schlubby guys playing guitar for her. I will say both of Miley's outfits for her musical performances are giving Little Boy in a pool cover up. <laughs> I know. The first one is like, shirt. she's got like a white bikini set under like a big mesh cover up and her slides with her dogs out yeah and she's sitting on a stool looking like she just came in because the lifeguard had to take her 30 minute break 
It's like, might as well sing. And then in the Wrecking Ball one, she's got on like a really big baggy black mesh jersey that's see-through that looks like a big shirt that you put on when you get done swimming. Very odd choices. <laughs> and her hair looks like it's wet. Like it literally looks like she <laughs> spent all day at the pool and now she has to come out and eat potato chips wrapped in a towel. <gasps> that was the life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she sounds great. Um, even though the belt is still forming. Um, I think she sounds better on... I don't know which one she sounds better on. She sounds good on Wrecking Ball, but her voice is a little bit, like, choppy on, on yeah. parts of it. Like, she takes a lot of short breaks. Her backup singers are putting in the work on <laughs> Wrecking Ball. Like, they are harmonizing. They are key changing. They are lifting they, her up. And they didn't get to go to the pool. They didn't get to go to the pool. They were there in full hair and makeup all day. <laughs> and Miley comes in dripping. <laughs> Jeffrey's like, y'all got this? Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, the- I, I mean, they were both they were both good. I mean, those are the two songs you do. You can kind of tell that she was trying to do like, see, it may be crazy, but like, I'm still talented. And we're like, and then she does. Um, Miley Cyrus and her dead pet. <laughs> then the next time she's on SNL is when she goes, what does it mean? Literally. And she like, I think her opening monologue, she's in like, speaking of swimming, like in a duck bikini like swimsuit or something she's like sorry y'all i I just got back from the y (laughs) (laughs) it's fun to stay there okay so that was miley's first second outing as a host what did we think was this a good trajectory of bangers i don't know i mean it feels like she was only gonna get crazier from there I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the sketches themselves kind of aren't that strong. I feel like um, it was like, because this, this was like, I remember it being like a big deal that she was hosting right after the right after the Video Music Awards. Yeah. And I feel like everyone's like, Miley's here. It's going to be crazy. Not really. It really wasn't. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like the sketches didn't like really support her a lot and were just mostly underwhelming. There were a few funny jokes here and there, but for the most part, it was just kind of okay. Yeah, it was fine. I I need to look back at the the um, her first outing to see what I thought. Really, right? I I I think a lot of those sketches are cringy, too. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a Miley-hosted SNL thing be like, somebody get her to UCB staff. <laughs> I mean, I think, to be fair, it's hard to sit through a it's full hard. episode of SNL without cringing once. Yeah. Because there's always going to be some kind of flop sketch. There's always going to be something that just doesn't work, no matter what era it's in. It's not perfect. But she's she she holds her own, I think. She brings the energy oh, yeah. that you need. Because sometimes they give celebrities in there and kind of just like, you're in the skit. As like, you know, but she was like some of the prime, like the morning Miami. They could have had her as the director or something. Oh, yeah. Skit, but she was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes they'll do that. Um, so. All right. Well, what do you think the Disney Channel lesson is we learned today? Disney Channel lesson that I learned today the Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you're going to murder your Disney Channel alter ego on live NBC television, better have the obituary ready. <laughs> I think she did. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you want to start singing, I don't know what my Disney Channel lesson is. This is the first time I don't have one. Um, Maybe my lesson is, um, if you want to see what life was like in a certain time frame, go back and watch a Saturday Night Live episode. Amen. For real. Because it will send you back to that exact date. That's a good one. That's a good lesson. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, if people want to see what you look like as a little boy coming out of the pool... Where could they find you? <laughs> you can find me wrapped in a towel eating potato chips Ooh. on Instagram and Twitter 
at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. Becca's records on TikTok, especially if you want to see my Endless Summer Vacation ranking song by song. Um, check out my YouTube, Becca Stockner, or my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, at YGSSG Podcast on the social. And if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. Um, and if you want to keep up to date on anything, every, anything and everything about this podcast, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're on the Time Machine Podcast. Um, if you type that in, you'll find us there. Rate and review us. Give us uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we will reach out um, in our next episode and show you the love right back. Um, give us five stars on Spotify, um, if you don't mind. Um, DM us. Message us on all the social medias. We love talking to you guys. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what, what you want to hear. And tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. Speaking of us having fun making this podcast, um, next week, the month of Miley continues, and we are getting to talk about some of our favorite Miley crafts. We get to really delve into the best of the best of Miley Cyrus. I really am excited about it. I am so excited. I'm going to be bark, 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 barking on Mike Because you got to pick you. Um, You have to pick yours, and I'll pick mine. I know. So join us in the backyard (gasps) next week. (laughs) That sounds like a threat. <laughs> or else. Oh, but until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>